Welcome to the Windsor Knot, a royal wedding podcast. My name's Joe Scrubbles, and I'm joined by the beautiful Daniel Kruper. Hello, everyone. I squeaked my chair just then, so it sounded like I was doing a little wiggle when I was uh, talking about you. called me beautiful. It just felt nice. It's nice, because we set up uh, looking directly into each, into each other's a, eyes. An inch apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, um, Smith and Jones. The microphone's on the other side of the room. We just need to be as Ooh, close as possible. Got directional mics. Like in that's how you get mono. Games. That's, that's how you get real mono with it. This week, our theme is parties. But more specifically, we're going to be talking about hen and stag do's. Um, Megan has apparently had hers. We'll be getting into that. Or if international niche of those, bachelor or bachelorette parties. Of course. Or I, t- I saw br- just bridal party, which I thought was the group of people. Yeah, on the day, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, which is weird. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, someone not understanding what that term means maybe but i thought it was a u.s publication so i don't know what's going on anyway bachelor bachelorette all stag hen i mean a stag and hen because they're in britain there's something called um a hag party what's which it? is like, combined it doesn't that word. sounds horrible yeah it sounds horrible it doesn't That's really a mean thing. That. yeah i don't like that but megan right Get this, she apparently had her secret three-day hen do last weekend. Three? Not she, last weekend, the weekend before. She was on it for three days. She's absolutely on it. All, you know, all the accoutrements. We've got no pictures, and we'll get into why shortly. But it's sort of shrouded in mystery. All the early stories were guessing at what it was going to mm-hmm. be. Everyone had heard... Um, Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long weekend with some of her closest friends, and they're gonna get spa decadent spa treatments, um, <laughs> and all of this like these weird little details, but no one actually knew what it was or right, who okay. was going. And then after the two weekends ago, when they'd apparently done it, all these filtering details came out, but I don't know where from. It's all very strange. Like I could totally understand why they wouldn't advertise where they're gonna have their parties. Security risks. Yeah. But no one's talking about it. I've checked the Instagram accounts of everyone who apparently went. Nothing. There's nothing. It's really spooky. But this is what we know, right? Apparently it was a three-day Hindu at the Soho Farmhouse, which if you take away farm, Soho House. Where they met. Where they met. Quite romantic. Uh, it is owned by the Soho House Group. It is their strange Oxfordshire resort, um, which is sort of a, a like a boho butlins. Um, it's very, uh, well, we'll get into it, but basically it's full of little, um, sort of shabby chic cabins, but wow. it's also sounds like the most decadent my fr- place. My I've friend's a heard. member of Soho House. I wonder if you get access to that. You can go as a non-member, but it costs you about a hundred pounds more per thing you want to do. Right. Okay. But kayaking. So, uh, well, there is boating. Oh, sweet. But it's like rowboats. Um, so the Soho Farmhouse, I looked into it. It's a, it's a very, very high-class um, sort of uh, Notting Hill vibe type thing. Um, it's so expensive that they don't put prices on the website. You have to either already be a member to get access to it. I was from when I was very young. If there's no price on it, it means it's very yeah. expensive. And this is... You, whenever you click anything to check out what its cost would be, it goes, you remember. And it's like, if you are a member, put in your special deets. It's basically like, you are too poor to yeah. be reading this. Piss if off. If you press you're not a member, it's like, oh, put your details in. We'll see if we can get back to you. 
And that's kind of it. That means your information is going into an internet bin. Exactly. It's just, or, or like a special sort of blacklist for people who weren't cool enough apply. to be there in the first place. Um, I looked it up. The Sun says that it's £330 a night for a single bed cabin. Uh, not a single, like a, a, a one bed cabin, I should say. It's a double bed. No, that is expensive. I think that's per person as well. I don't know if that's for the cabin. Um, it goes up to £725 a night. I don't know what that's for. Um, a facial, if you want to get a facial while you're there, £110. See, I don't know what the going rate for a facial is. I'm assuming it's less than that. Yeah. A full body massage, £160. Now, I've looked up quite a few um, reviews and things of this, okay. and there's a wildly varying set of opinions about what this place is like. Um, the Guardian, interestingly... Really loved it. They thought it was absolutely fantastic in a beautiful little location. Although it has a hint of the Truman Show, they said. Because everything's done for you. Okay. Like, you get there, and they already know your names. Um, like, this is their thing. As we drive up to the gatehouse, a camera scans our number plate, and smiley staff welcome us by name, take the car to be parked, and whisk us to our cabin in a converted 1950s milk float. <laughs> That's very... It's like the prisoner. It's very... Yeah, so you get there and all the trappings of your past life. I don't like that scanning your license plate. So the Weird, only, like, isn't it? It's a really fine line between excellent service and just like meeting a creep. Dystopia. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. Um, the Sun uh, <laughs> referred to it by saying... Detractors have nicknamed it Smuglins or Centre Parks for Toffs. <laughs> <laughs> like the same one. It's like, oh, can we do another pun? Nah. nah. Also, Toffs is a good. It is term. also Smuglins is not that good, but no, it is funny. Yeah, it's actually, it's not a good pun at all. <laughs> but it really works. <laughs> the, the pun it would imply something very different. Yeah, <laughs> Smuglins. <laughs> Smutlins. <laughs> I would go to Smutlins. Obviously, oh. not family friendly. What are they called? They don't wear coats at all. What, what, red coats. Red coats. Wet coats. <laughs> they don't all oh, wet coats. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Water-resistant wet coats. Absolute smutlins. Do not bring your family. Do not. All the activities are nude. It's incredible. <laughs> it's minging down here. It's absolutely minging. <laughs> That's the advertising campaign. Don't bring your family. It's, it's minging. minging down here at smutlins. And all these nude people just giving it the thumbs up. Yeah. It's cheaper at half term. Get away from them. <laughs> so I looked into what uh, Megan might have had while she was there. Um accommodation wise and my guess is i went right to the top of the chain what's the most expensive thing you can get there i'm guessing it's this it's the farmhouse it's just called the farmhouse and it's an original seven bedroom farmhouse set in its own garden sleeps 14 adults on the ground floor is an eat-in kitchen and dining room a drawing room and a snug there are seven bedrooms spread over the first floor and attic large and bright each room has oversized beds <laughs> what does that mean Massive. I think that's a, a a posh person thing. There's a no snug. A snug, yeah. yeah. Like a little fireplace and an armchair, and not. Like, I love else. the idea of it. I'm just saying. It's fantastic. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can't have. You you were doing well if you got a snug. Yeah. Um. And the farmhouse includes full housekeeping and room service. Um. What I enjoyed was there's one cabin that's very clearly for like a dirty weekend. It's set away from everywhere else. It's a one bed cabin. And there's like 40 cabins at this place, and they're not delineated by different types, except for this one that's called the Play Cabin. And it's just, mm. the Play Cabin has a four-poster bed with Egyptian cotton sheets, rainforest shower, and freestanding bathtub. A separate living area includes a kitchenette, dining table, sitting area, and balcony. Not sexy. 
Just could, useful. Could be. Utility. Can make him sexy. But then it ends with this. The cabin is not family friendly. <laughs> that's really sinister. What's the play cabin doing? I don't want to stay in the cabin that's very clearly a bone shack. I don't want anything to do with the bone shack. Odd. Odd business going on at Smug Do you reckon, you reckon there's like a gun rack in there, but they're not guns? <laughs> yeah, you want so it it's at like first a, like glance. A, yeah, so you used to be, you know eating some eggs in the kitchenette and then you look over and you think it's a gun rack and you're like, oh, they're not... No. I mean, I don't know what like what else would be. Instead of kindling in the fireplace, it's like, I don't know, underwear. <laughs> just burning old underwear. Just, God, this is, are you feeling decadent, Rosemary? I am. Rosemary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were definitely in the farmhouse, which I think is a £725 a night, but as I say, impossible to check because I am not a you member of You could do an amazing house. edition of Cluedo with all these places. It would be incredible. Uh, <laughs> killed with the, I don't know, killed the made.com armchair in a play cabin. In the play cabin. <laughs> Rosemary. Um, do, do you want me to go through the activities they might mm. gone up to? This is what you can... In the play cabin? Uh, not in the play cabin. Okay. We're going to ignore that. Okay. Horse riding, obvious. Cycling. All the cabins come with bikes. Just little bikes stood oh. outside that you can ride around the, I don't know, fields. Tennis, all weather. Uh, swimming, indoor and outdoor. Yoga, boating in a little rowboat. Looks very nice. Five-a-side football. Uh, there's a full replica of the electric Notting Hill cinema. Jeez. What? Yep. A full replica? <laughs> yeah. That, right, that makes it sound like a mad place. They've just so, built re- the electric. To replicate somewhere else. Yeah. I think the impulse to like replicate something exactly is the hallmark of someone who's quite mad or a genius. Yeah. It's like um, Stanley Kubrick used to do stuff like that. What's, all those weird places P- were... Photos. He used to send his nephew, I think, out to go photograph London streets and send him with a ladder and say, take pictures of this high street, but take it at three different levels. And then, it, you know... I'd, the bottom, ground level, mm-hmm. halfway up this ladder, at the top of the ladder. You used to get all these photos back and then recreate these streets using these photographs. Stanley Kubrick lived in fucking London. <laughs> Imagine looking... Just outside of London. He could have come. Imagine looking outside your window and there's this lad on a ladder. You're like, is that... Stanley... It's all right, Stanley Kubrick's my uncle. Oh, oh, so... oh, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you taking photos halfway up a ladder, you freak? Um... Imagine that he would have loved Google Street View. Oh, you would have been it. He would never have left the house. That's a shame. Um, this replica of the Notting Hill Cinema, Boozy Bingo, I heard. You got Boozy Bingo. That sounds quite trashy for such a place like this. It does, but it's in like a private pub, like yeah, a special pub just for the resort. Yeah. Um, you can just drive a BMW. There's just like a little BMW, it just says drive. The whole what? section. I went through their activity section, there's one that just says drive, use this. For kids? <laughs> well, I don't know, not in the play cabin. Um, I assume this is private land. And yeah, the... Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. And then... <laughs> the stuff that goes in the play cabin has to be private smug land. Smug is terrifying. Special private pub where... And this sounds absolutely awful. Anyone can get up and jam on the drum kit in the no, corner. Not a drum kit. Go into a pub and there's a drum kit. Like, it would just like, be awful. Piano... Like, someone who is not a competent pianist playing a piano. It's not great. Is probably going to be better than someone who can't play the drums. Exactly. Thrashing away at them. Some guy in board shorts, <laughs> like a Ralph Lauren yeah. shirt, playing drums during Boozy Bingo? I think not. Absolutely not. Do syncopated. I'm it's trying. Also, I couldn't find any reference to this apart from In the Sun, uh, but they said there's also a helipad and a tuk-tuk service. 
I'm assuming, I'm assuming the tuk-tuk service is not separate from the converted milk floats. If they've got tuk-tuks and converted 1950s milk floats, that's ridiculous. This is a very weird place. It's very strange. Um, but she's definitely had a party here. Well, everything points to that. Okay. She's been there before. All the reports, all the sources say it was there. Um, so I'm going to say yes. So yes. Uh, for three days, apparently. Um, in, by the way, the prices exclude everything other than Wi-Fi and a couple of cabin basics. So all of those activities cost you extra on top of your probable so 725 pounds. But Wi-Fi is included. That's usually never included with the hotel. Weird, isn't it? Um, and I think that's all. I've, oh, no, a list of famous guests, people who've been there before that she could be rubbing shoulders with. Luke Evans, Richard Bacon, Eddie Redmayne, Alexa Chung, Liv Tyler, Daisy Lowe, Pixie Geldof, I don't know who this is. Cressida Bonus. <laughs> Sounds like a Chris Model? Morris name. Cressida Bonus. Cressida's Bonus. Uh, Paolo Nutini, Jonathan Ross, The Cloonies, and David Cameron. Like, there's no... It's just famous people of all ilks. Yeah, it's just any old famous person gets not, down not there. Not a particular as a, type. As a wild old time. God. Uh, Imagine if you saw some of them, like, coming out of the playhouse. Just coming around. Cameron. <laughs> The Camerons. When he when he resigned, they went straight down the play cabin. This uh, pack of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the guests that might have been there. And it sounds like a very either very little information has happened about the party that went, or it was a tiny hen pie. Because I can only find three guests who are reckoned to have definitely mm. been there beforehand. Everyone was rec- thought uh, Serena Williams was going to go. Uh, Priyanka Chopra. Like really, well, I suppose she is high a level famous actress. Yeah, and her and I know her and Priyanka Chopra are Proper very good friends. I don't know about Serena Williams. This is the second podcast I've been on this week where we talked about Priyanka Chopra. Really, we talked about it on the IGN podcast this week. That's weird. How Gav got very flustered meeting Priyanka. Oh Chopra yeah, she was in Baywatch. And he forgot how to use a chair. <laughs> um, so the guests that we can say with some certainty were there, right? Millie McIntosh. You know who she is? No. She's from Made oh, in... Millie's Cookies. She's from... Yeah. The Millie, the Millie Cookie Money. She's from Made in Chelsea. And um, I've never watched Made in Chelsea, so I looked her up, and it says she became a firm favourite with the fans for always telling the truth and always looking fabulous. <laughs> always telling the truth. If you can do that while remaining fabulous. What a weird... Is that the Rudyard Kipling? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, oh, that's a weird little... Um, how weird they, character how trait. Friends? I don't know. So, I guess that Soho House, if they're hanging out there, yeah. there's no way Made in Chelsea aren't going down there all the time. Yeah. Um, but they've been, uh, Megan and Millie McIntosh have been at the Soho Farmhouse together before. They've had, uh, I don't know, girls trips. Is that what you call them? That's <laughs> well, the film. Yeah. Girl trip. A girl trip. Yeah. Uh, and they've been, uh, they've had pictures on Instagram, which, by the way, Soho Farmhouse photos and social media posts are frowned upon. I can see that. It's very select clientele. Yeah, but it still seems weird. Well, it's like, like the Playboy Mansion principle, like, phones are oh, yeah. in the grotto. Being like... Just, just grot. Being sc- <laughs> grot in the grotto. Yeah. Smugglings. Smugglings. Um, but yeah, I, it's very strange, the idea of turning up somewhere and it being like, we've scanned your number plate, now turn your phone off, you freak. Uh, so Millie McIntosh. Maybe um, when you're super famous, that's like a real selling point of a place. Yeah, I suppose it is, actually. Like, knowing that you can be completely relaxed and you're not going to think, oh, great, my gut's going to be in the sun. Yeah, that's true. This, um, in the sun. I worry about that anyway, and I'm not famous. The Sun reviewer, who... Um, 
she summed it up really well by saying the place is amazing, but the people are awful. Um, I think about, about most places. Yeah. I think just think people are awful. General, yeah. Um, just the office. McDonald's. <laughs> um, the, uh, the sun person said that she went swimming to get away from everyone and couldn't open her locker. And Sam Smith, the pop star, just walked over and helped her open it. Oh. She sounds all right. I once saw Sam Smith in a Marks and Spencer's um, mini shop on the side of a motorway. Really? At, ser- at services. What was he I getting? I didn't know who he was. I think he was getting a little M&S meal deal. Uh, meal deals from the, the side of the road ones seem like they cost more. I think they Drucked. do. I think they do. Because they get you. It's like, well, you're not going to get a meal deal. Well, what else a is A monopoly. Around? Racketeering. You can eat tarmac or you can eat our meal deal. Um, but or yeah. some falafels. But yeah, he was getting a photo taken with um, the um, middle-aged woman who worked at m and oh. I had no idea who he was, but he seemed very nice about it. He seems all right. Um, another person, I don't know anything about her, but she's got a good name. Misha Nonu. Misha Nonu. Uh, she's a fashion designer. <laughs> Misha <great>. Nonu. Uh, <laughs> and my favourite of the three, Violet von Westenholz. These aren't real. Violet von Westenholz is a fashion PR. Vampire Slayer. She's a fashion PR. Uh, her dad, former Olympic alpine skier Frederick Patrick Piers de, Vest- de Westenholz, who is a baron, obviously. Baron von Westenholz. Uh, he's a personal friend of Prince Charles. Violet and uh, Baron von Westenholz, his daughter. Wait, I've gone wrong. Violet and Prince Harry grew up together and are friends. Oh, so they've met through Harry? Or... Exactly. And Violet and Megan have become friends as a result. Oh, that's quite nice. But do you know who wasn't there? A. Mum. Doria Ragland. She couldn't make it I from s- LA. But it's also hard, like, depending on the t- on the tone of the event, whether you want your parents. It doesn't sound like it's going to be particularly You don't intense. know what cabin they had. Well, that's true. But it just, I'm going to guess. It seems like a nice weekend away. I think it's you a, get spa, a massage. Get in a boat. Yeah. All that. And no Kate Middleton, because she's pregnant and couldn't go. But she, it's said that she wanted to. It's fair enough. Um, which brings me to my final point, that nothing adds up. I don't think this is actually the Hindu. I think this was just like a pre-wedding just party. Just a week away. Because a source said that it's just a relaxing day of good food and pampering. A day? But they were there ju- for a three-day weekend. being rich? Yeah. Well, that's, that's most just, days. <laughs> if, well, if, no, I'm not. I'm going to go. Like, if I was wealthy, that would be my new default. Yeah, relaxing days of good food and Instead pampering. Of miserable and just ridden with anxiety and depression. But that just sounds like they weren't there, because he's like, they were like, oh, we went away for three days, and he's like, well, they're only here for one. They had a relaxing day of mm. good food and pampering. Where were they, where were they for the other days? Mm. They were up to something. Um, I also like this. Megan, when she was in Scotland, uh, before Harry got bitten by the robot horse, whatever it was called, Cressida 15, yeah, Cres- um, Cressida Bonus. Cressida 4. Cressida 4, Calaxico 4, whatever it was called. Crucian. Crucian 4. Crucian 4. Well done, mate. Yeah, the Xenomorph was aboard it. The little star. He's a little... <laughs> I mean, he sounds like a star, not the little star. <laughs> him. The little fella. Um, Megan said to Wellwishers when they asked her what she was doing for a hen she said, and I quote, it's sorted, but it will be fun. Ooh. What does that mean? That sounds like she wasn't looking forward to it. Yeah, All my intonation went like off. It almost feels like she doesn't think organisation mm. tallies with fun. Yeah. She wants to start somewhere. Spontane- like spontaneity. She wants like one of I those... I think that's the thing, though. If you're wealthy, imagine the night out you could have. I remember there's a girl I met once at uni, mm. 
and she obviously came from a lot of money. Yeah. And I was speaking to her, and she was like, oh, we said, we had a mad night on Friday. I was like, oh, what would you do? Would you go? So like, we ended up in Denmark. This is what and I was going like, to say. Obviously, if I had the money, I'd absolutely do that. Like, if I was... just gone on a plane to Denmark. That's it. If I was Megan, what I'd do, or if I was Megan's Hindu organiser, whoever it is, someone from Soho House probably, I'd go, right, you don't know where you're going, go to the airport... Like amazing and you race. Just, you just have to fly. You're just flown somewhere, and then you have to get back. Like you go there, you do some stuff, and then it's like make your way back. However, if she, you can. I wonder if she's bridling a little bit against um, royal protection and security. You reckon? That, well, that's the thing with this new life she has now. Even though she's been famous, she could still go out and do what she. Yeah, wanted. yeah, yeah. Now, because she's a royal, was about to be, but she's rolling up into the security. She can't do stuff like that anymore. For no. the rest of her life, she, she had can't. to delete all her social media yeah. accounts. She can't even write the really? Tig blog anymore. Yeah. She used to write the Tig blog. Um, and this is interesting, right? This is what leads me to believe that this was just a sort of pre-party. Despite her, this is from L L U K. Despite her mother's absence from the festivities, the Daily Mail reports that the suit star is yet to celebrate her main Hindu until her close family and friends fly over to the UK ahead of her baptism into the Church of England, which happened this week. Justin Welby did it. Son oh. of evil Welby. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what was he called? He's a wrongan. A wrongan, a rotter. An absolute rotter. Um, a royal source told the publication, the Hindu won't be until Meghan's mother, Doria Radlin, and Radlin or Raglan? I thought it was Raglan. Never wrong. And her best friend, Jessica Mulroney, don't know who that is, fly over for the church service where she will be baptised and confirmed into the Church of England. Party time! <laughs> Splashing the pond water around. The hen party will be wild, held... Wet and wild in a font. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. The hen party... Maybe that was just my <laughs> latent Catholicism coming out. Just like, Mine's not latent, mate. Don't talk about fonts like that the hen party will be around at the same time megan wants jessica and her mum to be there the spa visit was just a trip with a few friends so she's had two hindus in which sounds like two weekends because she got baptized this week so two weekends ago oh, she's got a lot on at the minute she's she? really busy with having a grand old suits, time she thought suits was bad a <laughs> uh, suits finale's coming up soon they've been releasing teaser trailers she in it how well she's yeah it's her she's final good. ever episode how will megan's or whatever okay Imagine if he rules it into the show Rachel she's called how will Rachel Zane's I think she's Rachel Zane's uh, relationship with Mr. Suits end who knows tune in I don't know enough about Suits to even riff nope Um, I'm just gonna as a segue Mm. you mentioned skiing and I'm gonna talk a bit about um, a skiing resort in Harry's bit oh hello Harry Stag do but last night when I got home and the Paralympics Winter Games was on oh yeah so I was watching it and there were skiers and Britain was skiing so I watched it for a bit and the people competing were blind right yeah they were going downhill blind it's absolutely incredible and they have someone that's a front in front of them kind of giving them signals saying left turn coming up right turn left turn so it's a proper turny slalom course yeah slalom and some of some of them were completely blind. Yeah. Some of them have ten percent vision, mm-hmm. tunnel vision, and the clock is um, calibrated accordingly depending on what percentage of vision. Oh, you that's have. interesting. So time moves slower, effectively. Um, and we're watching it, and quite a few of the races like spun out. Right. And yeah. the commentator goes, "Oh." Watching at home, this might look easy for you, um, but a lot of these, what you've got to remember, a lot of these competitors are blind. I'm like. 
none of this looks easy, and I know they're blind, and I understand why they're... What are you on about? I just thought it was really dismissive. He almost just went, yeah, they should be staying on. I was like, I'm really impressed. I'm impressed by a normal skier. Olympic skiers should have to go down with their eyes closed. Like, that's what I've learned. <laughs> yeah, he's so dismissive of it. Baron Piers von Westenvolts definitely couldn't do that, because I looked him up, and as far as I could tell, the highest Olympic rank he ever got was 31 Olympic Rubbish. skier. Uh, you reckon being a baron might have had something to do with that? Um, Joe. Yeah? Would you like to know about Harry's... I'd bloody love to. Stagdu. So Harry Stagdu hasn't taken place yet. Yes. But you, if you read a lot of the tabloids, it sounds like the British security service, like their private service, are wrecking up a location. And the location... They're what, sorry? Wrecking it. Oh, I thought you said wrecking. Well, they might... Just be. smashing it down. I think they'll leave that to Harry. <laughs> um, they're wrecking Getting those place. weird stinger mats yeah. out. <laughs> Ring of Steel. The Ring of Steel. Um, it's a place called Verbier. Mm. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Verbier. It's located in the mun- municipality of Bagnay. It's a Swiss canton of Valais. What, what was any... A Swiss canton? Yeah, I guess it's divided into cantons. Is that a song? So, it's in Switzerland, what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's in a bit called Valais. <laughs> <laughs> so, it has 2,767 permanent residents... But in the winter, this rises to 35,000. Bloody hell. And it hell. is known as probably one of the most luxurious and elite skiing resorts in the world. Imagine being those 2,000. You should be like, oh, God, oh my, is oh, like 32,000 people are <laughs> turning in. You'd just leave, wouldn't you? It'd be awful. Um, Unless you were like the Overlook Hotel guy. It's just like you're there all year and then come back and it's all blood. <laughs> you dick Halloran. You just come back, you get an axe in the chest. Yeah. That's oh, what I'm imagining. I love that bit in that film. I love that film. It's just such an anticlimactic bit because he's just like, you see him journey there for so long, you're going, he's got this special power. He's gone, he's gonna, He gets killed immediately. It's incredible. Um, so in terms of accommodation, I've broken, broken this down into sections. Accommodation, that's going to be taken care of, apparently. Um, the resort is already popular with royals and Prince Andrew, Harry's uncle, owns a £30 million chalet called, called Halora. What's Halora mean? I don't know. And it's been made available for Harry and his pals, apparently. That's it. And he says um, that's going to be um, th- his wedding gift. It's free, isn't it? Well, it's just Did his you use house. My house that I'm not going to be in. I don't like Prince Andrew for a number of reasons, but this but is just going cheap. on the list. But also, in some of the reports I was reading, it's like this is the gift from Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson. And I don't know why she was credited because they're divorced. They're divorced, but. Having looked into them for the... Because what's their house? Is it Frog... They were either Frogmore House or the other one. They still, like, allied in some way. They still... Sarah Ferguson, I think, occasionally still lives in a wing of their house. Like, they're quite close, even though they're divorced. Yeah, because I know he bailed her out a bit. Well, helped her out financially when she was on the bankruptcy. Yeah, so I think they're still pretty pretty close. Maybe it's her name on the deeds as well. Um, So, the Daily Star, Sunday... I need to specify that. Mm. They have a source in Verbier. They refer to them as... Verbier sauce. The Verbier sauce. deep throat. That sounds really cool. Um, I've just seen Harry's advanced close protection team come to Lavash for lunch. They're clearly on a wreck. Lavash, as in the cow? Oh, we're going to get onto Lavash now. Oh, sweet. So the next pe- section I've got is called The Boozer. Oh, I'm imagining, by the way, I'm imagining the Verbier sauce um, to be a man in a ski <laughs> coat that's way too big, so it comes right, <laughs> yeah. right around his head and he's all shadowed. Me- meeting him under a ski lift at night. He looks like a sort of... Illuminated gore- by a single halogen. Yeah, he looks like a sort of Gore-Tex Yeti. <laughs> It'd yeah. be great. And he goes, what, what are they saying? Oh, they came in, they had a pint and they left. 
Sweet. Uh, Could you so, speak up? You're under a ski. So cup. this lavash place. Um, you just underlined well, that. Also, very... when, you, when you said verbiage sauce, I think you said verbiage sauce. I was like, oh, what's that? Mm, delicious. Um, apparently, this place uh, is called, is Harry's favourite bar in the resort. Oh, in the resort. I thought you were going to say in the world. No, I, again, I'll do these bits. They just put in the word favourite. Um, Lavash is owned by England Rugby World Cup winner Lawrence Delalia. What? Singer James Blunt. And Superbike World Champion, former world champion, Carl Fogarty. Fair play. Who is from Blackburn. Where Lad. Up. Along with Harry's close pal, restaurateur Rob Sawyer. Uh, so He's less interesting. So all these like things lined up. It's owned by a bunch of famous person. There's a rugby connection, rugby connection, mm. and also... Harry's mate. Do you think which will be a theme of this stag do? Do you think they've themed it up? Like, there's the rugby bit, there's a bike bit where you sit on bikes and eat. Well, like it's, it's a proper pl- Planet theme Hollywood. Diner. Yeah, it's like when Willis, Stallone, and Schwarzenegger up in Planet Hollywood. Yeah, in the blunt section, they serve all your food in the little gap in a guitar. Yeah, and self-parody. Oh, oh, like, well, how do we visualize self-parody? Cheese, Monterey Jack. Just, <laughs> just some like breadstick sticking out of a guitar string. Yeah, you were, you were in the army, weren't you? Just, yeah. just put a tank in. in. Army. Just put a tank um, in. Also, Chef Heston Blumenthal had a hand in the venue's menu. Venue menu. Uh, uh, venue menu. But then, this is where we're going to get onto this place. I researched it a bit. The menu of burgers, pizza, bowls of pasta, and goulash. You is think it, he can't make those interesting, mate? He can, to... but it doesn't sound... Uh, when Initially, I thought it was going to be a very kind of exclusive and kind of elite and pretentious place, but I don't think it is, because I looked them up at TripAdvisor, mm. and it's <laughs> Absolute not... Absolute dog shit reviews. <laughs> yes. Really? It's not... It doesn't look... Like, the location <laughs> looks nice, because outside, if you sit outside, you're obviously looking on just nature, and it looks beautiful, like stunning, sublime mountains coated in snow. But the reviews, apparently the service is terrible. What? Really rude. Is it Delalio sweating, running around? Um, so this is a little taster also for the menu. Let me just describe the menu for mm-hmm. you. Um, they also have freshly griddled steaks, free-range griddled chicken burger, really getting use of that griddle, Portuguese-style chicken in a basket. Oh, it's Nando's. I know, but I haven't eaten lunch, so this all sounds as incredible. As well as more pasta dishes and some new pizzas. New, is, sorry, new pizzas. New pizzas. What does that I, mean? I, they come as like the pyramids. Of on trips of trip advices. Sang the praises of the pizzas. Really good pizza. <laughs> I mean... Which, up until this season, filled the plate. Now they have shrunk them. A big mistake. Oh, it's kind of like rhymes as yeah, well. There's, there's a nice like, lilt to that. So... I went through a lot of the reviews. Apparently just terrible service, rude manager. Um, they don't bring you cutlery was a recurring one. They'll put your food down in front of you. No won't give you, Won't even give you cutlery. But the, big, the big recurring theme in a lot of the reviews was good pizzas. But this one now says small pizzas. Absolutely. But it may have increased the size of their plates. Who knows? Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah, it could be an explosion. Um, so we've got the boozer and lunch sorted. Um, next up is the club. So you need somewhere to go on to after you've been to um, Lavash. Um, and we're going to Coco Club. Oh, yes, please. Coco Club, which brags um, that is the home of the young, the rich, and the famous, is oh. owned by Harry's mate, Guy Pelly. What is going on in this place? Um, Co- it's the most British place in Switzerland. It's basically this enclave. The, the 
British elite own this city. It's horrible. Um, we own this city! There's a little uh, potted summer of it. It's the new face of Verbier nightlife. And judging by the decor and cocktail menu, this is Chi-Chi subterranean Boit Harbour's ambition of oligarch private jet chartering clientele. Right. Show me that. What does that say? What is that series of words? Chi- Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Do you reckon that's meant to be chic? Chi-chi. But do you want to say chic, chic? Shishi. Shishi. Well, because chichi's like a derogatory term for a homosexual person. Is it? Yeah. Hopefully it's not that. Huh? Subterranean blat harbors ambitions of an oligarchic private jet chartering clientele. It's horrible. This yeah. sounds like an absolute hell. Um, but I got a little little taster of the menu. I didn't personally. I just read about it on the website. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a cocktail you can get called La Avalanche, Ooh. and it's served in a giant, like in inverted commas, well, scare quotes, um, volcano. What? So I, I imagine that's maybe like a, a glass that looks like a volcano. I've inferred that. Okay, right. Yeah. Decked in Swarovski crystals, obviously. You see, the Oscars had forty million Swarovski crystals on the stage this year. Did they? It was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Grow up. Um, and they fill it with Krug Champagne, Hennessy Cognac, Elixirs of Love. I don't know what that Elixirs is. Elixirs of Love. I don't know what that is. Again, that's in scare quotes. Roofies. And a solid silver key fob, which entitles the drinker to a lifetime's membership of the club, which is served in an ice vessel carved to look like... A <laughs> Prince <rot>, Harry. <laughs> um, <laughs> a mountain chalet. What? Do you know how much one of those costs? No, I don't. No. £4,300. Oh, God, I... There can't... There, there has to be a point at which when you're this well, wealthy... Well, I do think that. When you're so wealthy, that means nothing. No, but there must be a point at which you look at that and go, I am ridiculous. I am an absolute parody. I, I would be embarrassed. I guess also there'll be a difference if you've always had money, if you come to money as well. But how can you grow, how can you grow up not realising that that's mad? You can't be that insulated never, from the world. I bet if you've grown up and you've never known, like, the price of money. Like, how oh, to, yeah, like, but... buy stuff for yourself or go, fuck, I'm tight this month, so I'm going to have to, like, just eat oh. instant ramen. Oh, it sounds terrible. 
I actually that actually sounds sad to me. <laughs> it's weird. But also, it sounds horrible. Yeah, it, it, like it doesn't sound nice. Hennessy and love juice. Like, are they out of iron brew? Mate, iron brew's fifty p. It's fucking it's wicked. amazing. If we've got American listeners. Try and get some iron brew. Apparently, are you putting out Amazon? I think it's. Uh, oh, I heard about because uh, another an American podcast I listen to. One of them's obsessed with iron brew after coming That's on a so UK good. tour, and there is an American shop shop that started selling them. I think it might be Walmart. But that might be because it's, it's really the biggest good. American shop. <laughs> um, and this is an often trotted out fact, but the, the like Coca Cola or Coca Cola owned drink is the best selling soft drink in every country on the planet, apparently, except for one country, which is Scotland, where it is Iron Brew. Brew. Um, They've got a new recipe coming in. I'm worried about it. Have they? I've not mm. tried the Iron Brew Extra, which is like Coke Zero. Oh, I thought it was like uh, extra caffeine. Isn't that not what it is? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was Maybe like mistaken. stronger. Oh, I thought it was like the version of doing Coke Zero. Um, so that's where you can go afterwards. And then I've got a quick rundown of the lads, the people who'll be coming on the trip. Um, I think William's a dead sir. If you he's available, so. he's probably tip for blessed man. Guy Pelly, again. Remind he, me who Guy Pelly he's is. He's the guy who owns the Cocoa Club. Oh, of course, yeah. And Pell, also Pell. he's a guy who's been through a lot of the kind of um, scandals with Harry over the years. Yes, yeah. we've got Willies, Pell Pell. Mike Tyndall, outside centre, former outside centre for England. Obviously he's married to, is this his cousin? Zara? Oh, yes. Yeah. So he's a former England rugby player. He's probably going to be there. T-Bone. And also, apparently he's really big fan of suits. Really? Yeah, that's come so out. So wait, we've got Willies... Uh, Pell Pell. Tyndall. T-Bone. And then we're also going to probably go with Jake Warren. Jake Warren. I'm going to call him... <gasps> Wazza. Wazza. Good. Yep. And Tom Inskip. Inskip. Tom Inskip. Skipper. Is, he's really important, Tom Inskip. We never talk about him. He's actually n- nicknamed Skippy. Well, he's getting Skipper um, from me. <laughs> He got married to his fiance earlier in the year Lucky in him. Jamaica, or maybe last year actually, and that was the first time that Harry and Meghan attended something publicly together, like a major milestone in their relationship. That would have been strange for Meghan because that's where she got married originally, oh, Jamaica. Bittersweet, um, but bittersweet. Skippy, Skippy was um, with Harry in Vegas when he got those like nude pictures taken. Oh, Skippy, been very close to him for many years. Um, Obviously, I would love to go to the Stag Do, as yeah. you would love to go to the Stag Do. Not the, if I'm going to Coco. And, the good, leave and the good news is you can. So if you go on Facebook right now and go type in Prince Harry Stag Do, there is actually an invite that you can sign up for. <laughs> At the minute, only 33,000 people are going, but 70,000 people are interested, Joe. Interested. Um, unfortunately, it's taking place after the wedding. It's taking place on the 16th of June. At a festival outside of London. What? But everyone's on board with it. Well, Verbier is technically outside of London. So he's basically, I think he's having a second stag do. It's very nice of him to arrange it on Facebook. He's so a- I went through some of the posts on the event. Oh, amazing. Uh, Martin Cartwright from Wrexham. Carty! He, he, he asks, we going for a curry? Um, <laughs> so I was like, ah, I do like curry. So I clicked on his Facebook page and his profile picture is just a picture of his arse. <laughs> I'm going to say of a curry, and, I, and you know, like on Facebook, you click on someone's profile, it has their profile picture, and then there's like a curated selection of five photos if you want. Of course, he's got kids. Oh, and I thought it was going to be all of his ass. No, he's got kids, but his actual profile picture that he's chosen 
is his arse. I would love to know if he updates it with an overlay in light of a terrorist event. <laughs> like, or a, like a rainbow. <laughs> Just a fringe flag. Oh. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, Martin, it's still your arse, though, isn't it? The Bataclan was a terrible event. Um, Cole Matthews from Lowestoft, less interested in it. He says, I can't make that day. I'm busy shoving angry arse, wasps up my arse on that day. He is a satirist. Bradley Green from Royston, um, kindred spirit. Oh, Martin, I know Royston. Yeah. He says, will there be sausage rolls? I mean, they better be. We can only hope. So that's it. That's what I got on Harry Stag. I really enjoyed that. I liked the forensic approach you took to the night out that they would have. Yeah. We've got to plan these things. Vash, Coco, Postlash, back at the Andrew crib. <laughs> Skippy. Skippy, getting down Andrew's crib. And T-Bone. Skippy and T-Bone. Willies, Pell Pell, T-Bone, Wazza, Skippy. That's going to be the uh, that's gonna be the kind of Guy Ritchie-style intro that they all get. It's going to be lovely. Right, that's it from us for now. We'll be back in a minute. <gasps> We were introduced, actually, by a mutual friend. Right. Now, we've talked about the two main parties, but I just wanted to um, throw back to a little Christmas party that Megan went to, which we haven't mentioned in passing before, which was when Megan went in her cat cat to the the Royals' Christmas do, and they all had a lovely Christmas day together. I don't know if it was Christmas day, but it was at Christmas and they gave presents. This is also from LUK, which is a turning out to be a boon of a resource Seven for weeks in. They're lovely. <laughs> There's nothing worse than having to buy a present for the in-laws. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Seem, you get on with them. Depends who they are, yeah. If yeah. you have, like... Basically, when you buy presents, you want someone with just a very definite interest. Yeah, or exactly. They, or they collect something. Oh, collections are brilliant. Yeah, exactly. I, um... Until... For about, I think, four years... For every Christmas and birthday, I bought my brother a System of a Down album really? because I decided he bought one and I was like, he loves them. And it got to the point where my brother had to ask me, please do not buy me any more System of a Down albums. I only liked the one. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized at that point that I don't pay enough attention to my brother's interests. I hate it. I get him nice things now. I, I say that. I mostly give him promos that I get given for work. Okay, yes, there's loads of things way worse than that. Oh, it's a little switcheroo at the start. But following our recent Christmas outings, cue prams, understandably grumpy sales stuff, and the words stock unavailable ruining the majority of our online Christmas orders, you might forgive us for the OTT comparison. It's fun, isn't it? It's really fun written. But if you thought your recent festive shopping trip was bad, spare a second for Meghan Markle who not only had to spend the Yuletide period with the British royal family for the first time, but gift them all presents. While Kate Middleton reportedly... Yeah, I'm not skipping too far ahead. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just talking to myself. While Kate Middleton reportedly gave the Queen her grandmother's recipe of chutney one Christmas, which is not a good enough present... She forgot. Yeah. Shops were closed. Yeah, she just looked... Because also, that's really good ploy by Kate. Because if you give her something like personal like that, if they're disappointed, you can then feel offended. Yes. Do you think the Queen has ever made chutney? No. I I don't think so. I I like to think she's more hands-on than you'd expect, but I don't know if she is. Not anymore. Not anymore. Maybe either. But then when you get old and, and then you're the queen, I just do it all for me. Yeah. Do it all. But the suit star decided to take a gamble and buy her famous future in-law a toy you most certainly played with as a kid. I don't think this is true. 
Yes, that's right. Meghan bought the Queen. Have you heard this? No. Meghan bought the Queen a singing toy hamster. <laughs> what? Oh, from a market? Hey, who has almost certainly played with a singing toy hamster as a kid? B. What are you I don't, Is that doing? a well-known toy? Never what heard I'm of thinking it. of when you're saying something like that is, near Blackburn Market, mm. at the bottom of the set of stairs, there's a man with a suitcase, and there's a little motorised cat that would just flip itself over. That's pretty good. It does a somersault. I've Imagine, like, a little yappy, cheap toy. I'm thinking, like, yeah, similar, Hartford Market. There's a little... There was a guy who sold, like, um, singing snowmen. That yeah. When you walk by them, they sing Let It Snow or yeah. something, and then they lose batteries, and it sounds terrifying. You can't be getting the Queen there. Oh, just quick but tangent. What if it was like if the Queen never been bought anything like that before? Because people assume it's the Queen. It's interesting because oh. there is like there's an element of that. It's, it's never explicitly here. says that, but I think it's sort like of a Scrooge like moment. Yeah, there's an element of that. But as a small tangent, there is a very fun YouTube hole you can jump down, which is looking for sort of big mouth Billy Bass type toys running out of batteries. Some of the funniest videos you'll ever see. There's one of a Louis Armstrong doll that. Uh, does this weird thing where it, it it sings, but occasionally it opens its mouth. But clearly, the battery level is of sorry, the use of the batteries is different between when it has its mouth open when it has its mouth closed. So it's singing normally, and it'll be like I think it's like, and I think to myself, and then he opens his mouth. But what a fun, what a wonderful world! And it goes, what a wonderful world. One of the funniest things you'll ever see. It's incredible. I'm making note of that. Look that up. Right. The Daily Star Online reports that Markle gave the rather amusing gift to her fiancé, Prince Harry's grandmother, during her first Christmas at Sandringham, leaving the monarch in hysterics. Hysterics! She lost her mind at the singing toy hamster. It was so funny, especially when the corgis tried to take hold of the toy, a, st- a source said for the publication. I love this because... This is, like, a nice detail, but when you think about how she's actually treating the gift, Mm. it's quite rude. The Queen laughed and said, They can keep my dog's company. (laughs) She gets given this hamster, like, Fuck it, give it to the dogs. That's not for me. (laughs) Get rid. Have you seen that clip this week of the Queen getting happy about seeing cows? No. That sounds wicked. That's the thing about the Queen. I do secretly want her to be, like, quite a sweet, happy old lady. Yeah. There's a... Um, she went to like some kind of farm show hmm. or something like that with um, Philip, and it's a, it's he did a stay bit... event. He won't go to the wedding, I but know. he'll go see a farm. And there's a bit where it's like some cows come onto stage or into like this paddock where stage. she's watching. Well, it's almost like a cross-light venue, and these animals come on, some livestock, and the Queen is caught on camera, just like some, like she looks like the Queen, and in this moment, this really gleeful smile comes over her face, and she just goes. Oh, that's lovely. I do that when I see cows. Cows are wicked. I think they're underrated as awesome your, like, animals. mouthing, cows. Cows. Is it like, it's like the opposite of that Kanye West thing where he's caught smiling. Yeah, no, it's this little moment of happiness. That's lovely. For her future brother-in-law, Prince William, the Californian star reportedly gave him a Tamashanta hat, complete with fake ginger hair attached. And right, get this, again, following several comments the Duke of Cambridge has made over the years about his thinning hair. That's a risky business, isn't it? You've Your got future a, brother-in-law. You've got to judge that well. He's the future king. Have this, you bald bastard. <laughs> the choice of amusing <laughs> gifts comes several years after Prince Harry reportedly revealed the royals exchanged cheap, cheap joke gifts to each other. Yeah. Which actually, if you think about it, they never want for anything. No. Why not just give someone something nice, Frivolous. like and silly? Flippant. Yeah. 
with the 33-year-old once gifting his grandma a shower cap with the words, Ain't life a bitch, emblazoned on the front. <laughs> I'm buying us That's two it. of those shower caps. If I can this find This is them. why I love Megan. Another reason why I love Megan. Well, that's so. That's Prince Harry who did that. Oh, Harry did that. That's one. why they made for each other. <clears throat> yeah. Can you imagine Queen Elizabeth II in the shower with a shower cap that says "Ain't life a bitch" on it? <laughs> I kind of do want Wicked. to. Wicked. That's absolutely brilliant. It sounds. Is like it treasonous Mark- to imagine that? It could be. Only if we. Oh, we said it. Uh, it sounds like Markle's gift went down a treat. Says L. There you go. That's brilliant. I thought that was really fun. What a good little party they must have had. Um, when I was doing some of my research for this week's episode, and we were talking about parties, I was like, oh, you know, obviously need, need a pub, need a restaurant. I was like, also pre-drinks, beer. I was mm. like, oh, is there any good royal beer? So I found this beer that's been made specifically. Last week I featured yeah, whiskeys. There's a beer that's been made specifically. Um, it's been made by the Windsor and Eaton Brewery, which is just a five-minute crawl from St. George's Chapel where they're going to get married on nice. the 19th. And it's really cool. Similar to like what they did with the whiskeys, where it was like one cask from the birth year of one of the couple. Mm. Similar sort of thing here we've done with the beer. So it's a pale ale brewed from barley grown on Queen Elizabeth's very own Windsor farm. Oh, Plus um, champagne yeast and plus American hops. Oh, so that's it's symbolic. What? And this beer We're talking is crafty. And this beer is called the Windsor Knot. No, it isn't. It's called the Windsor Knot. You no. <laughs> <laughs> the mother. Are we we don't even have lawyers. We will. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to suit up. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't plan that. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> right, Megan. You take one of ours, we'll take one of yours. Is it like a suit, like they put on the lawyer suit? Anyone who, it's like Iron Man. You put on the suit and you become a And you're a special lawyer genius. guy. Yeah, you bastards. That's awful. Harry and Meghan is the winds are not, you mother... And when was this from? Uh, this is like last week. Yeah, they so definitely copied this, us. We've been out there. You, oh, shit. Um, Let's buy all of it. <laughs> right. Only the one piece of feedback this, mm. this week, right? It very much ties into the last week's show. Jonathan Friend. Is this because we didn't get enough feedback, or is this because there wasn't high enough quality? A bit of both. Okay. But email us any time at what address, Joe? It's at show at the com. No, wait. Not the Windsornot. Show at com. I apologise. Our Twitter account is the Windsornot. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Jonathan oh. Friend. You're my friend. You were going to interrupt. What's going on? I think it's the Windsor Not Pod. Windsor Not Pod. Type in the Windsor Not, you'll find yeah, it's it. Fine. It you'll doesn't find even matter that much. We've got loads under our belts. We don't need... Well, no, we do need you. Please. Jonathan Friend. Hey, gents. Sorry for the bad news, but I believe, they, I believe they've already chosen the commoners for the big bash. So we were talking last week about trying to get ourselves invited. Yeah. Sounds like we're not going to be able to. My friend's parents were lucky enough to get an invite, a former police officer and a school teacher from Cheshire. That's fair play. You yeah. deserve it more than They've done proper idiots. I've attached a picture of the invitation if you're all at all interested. We are interested. This is amazing. So um, there's this came from Professor S. Broomhead. Where are they? Where's the, oh, where, Warrington. Where's Warrington? Um, like Northwest. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to read out their name and stuff. This but is a really impressive looking missive. It's beautiful. Local councils across the country have been allocated a number of invitations to attend the wedding of HRH... Prince Henry of Wales. I always forget he's called Henry. KCVO. Don't know what that stands for. And Miss Meghan Markle. Now, interesting here. They've misspelt Meghan. Have they? 
They've misspelled Megan on the official letter inviting them. Is she not eligible for the free the, rooms? The, the invitation room? itself is it has it spelled correctly, as you'd hope. Oh, that's bad. But not it? in there. Get on it, Warrington Council. Our town was allocated four tickets, so I still don't understand how this wow. worked. Uh, and it was decided to hold a draw among our citizens to decide who should attend. My personal congrat- congratulations, you've won two tickets. Won them. You don't win them, you're given Awarded. them. Which I have much pleasure in enclosing. No doubt you have questions to ask about the event, and I will be most happy to assist in helping when you we, to achieve the when maximum we're going enjoyment. <laughs> Get us down the vash! <laughs> On the lash, down the vash! Oh, they're definitely shouting that. Wazza's yeah. getting well into that. group is definitely saying that. All, all expenses incurred by you will be met by the local council. That's very oh, nice. Oh, well done. Uh, a meeting can be arranged at a time and place of your convenience when all your questions can be answered. This is amazing. And the um, the invitation... I'll tell you what. Now, it's quite... Um, we've got not the best printer, so I'm not sure this is true. But it does look... They've spelt Meghan Markle correct. St. George's Chapel. No apostrophe. There mm. must be an apostrophe in St. George's Chapel. On the official invite. Yeah. Bullshit. Um... So, I mean, this is very nice. It's a classy invitation. It's not ostentatious. No, that's, that's the it's actual got that, true mark of it's class. It's got that um, sort of wiggly edge. That it's like almost like a treasure map. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a sort of... Do you I don't know what the, you call you're, it. Oh, yeah. It's, like a, it's, like a, it's not a straight edge of the, of the invite. It's like the Queen's got those crinkle-cut scissors. Yeah. Or I, think it, them. I think it's almost like... Um, Just, is it like linen paper? Yeah. Is that what it would be? Oh, that's lovely. It looks lovely. Uh, Jonathan, oh, he says Jono friend. Jono friend. And he's also referred to him on this bit, which I've clipped off the bit of paper I gave you. He's referred to himself as the Marquess of Cheshire. Oh, that's lovely. Um, Prince Philip, he wanted to inform us that, yes, Prince Philip and the Queen are both great-great-grandchildren of Queen Victoria, and so third cousins, and also second cousins once removed by their relation to King Christian IX of Denmark. We need to look into this, because um, marrying cousins... Because it does vary from country to country. We'll talk about this next week on the episode. But I think in the UK, you can't marry a first cousin. No, you can't. But in some countries, you can. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's a bit more relaxed in some countries. But that's third cousin. That's absolutely fine. John O'Friend, you've absolutely smashed that out of the park. A picture of the invite that we're never going to get. And useful facts. If you also want to smash things out of the park, email us. Show at the show at Windsor, not pub. Show at windsornotpod.com. We need to learn this. Excellent. Correctly. And also, if you listen to this, you're probably doing so on a phone. So go on to iTunes and review this podcast. Please, God. Apparently, you can't select five stars, maybe. Your dad was right. What? Because another person contacted me and said they tried to give us five stars on iTunes on their app, and it didn't work. Have we been blacklisted by We've been blacklisted already by the... The Queen. Is it the Queen? Is it the Secret Services? Um, Those guys guys have been down the vash having a meal looking for Harry's security, putting up the ring of steel around Verbier. (laughs) But if you can make it work, give us five stars. Make Just, it it's work. It's nothing to you, but it's everything to us. It's beautiful. Right. We look at that and we cry. Um, right. You, it's Saturday afternoon. Excuse me and Joe. We're down the vash. See you later. Winds are not beer. Fuck it. I know. The cheeky motherfuckers. <laughs>